Hello and welcome to Health Success, How I Do It, the show that brings you the most inspiring health stories and tips. I'm your host, Dr. Adnan Ali, and today we're going to talk about Paul Ray's amazing weight loss journey. We'll discuss the challenges he faced and how he got over them, the impact on him, his family, and his business. So welcome to this uh, first episode of the uh, Health Success How I Do It podcast. Uh, I'm joined by Paul Ray all the way from China. Hi, Paul. Hi, Dr. Adnan. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Tell us about yourself. So, so whereabouts in China are you? Uh, I'm actually located in southern China in Dongguan. Okay. So let's just start. Just tell us a bit, a bit about, a bit about yourself. Your, your, your um, you know, how did you end up in China? What you're doing, etc. And then we can uh, have a chat about your amazing health story. Yeah, certainly. Well, I've, I've actually been, um, I've been coming to China for about 23 years on business. Um, I'm in the furniture trade where I have products made here in China, and I ship them all around the world. Um, and, and that's what I've been doing for 23 years. Now, I actually officially moved to China about nine years ago. Um, I felt that I needed to be right at the point where the products are being made. It was the most important place to be rather than traveling constantly, you know, back and forwards from China to England. And, and, and it's hard over the years. It takes a toll. So for me, it, you know, I had to be here. So, you know, I've been here for nine years. Uh, I, I enjoy China. It's, it's a lovely place. The people are great, uh, you know, and it's my home now. Amazing. And whereabouts in the UK are you from then? I'm actually from the Medway Towns in Kent, from oh, Rangham. Right. Yep, yep. Know the area quite well. You do? Oh, good, yep. good. So what, what kind of furniture do you make? Um, I'd, we, we really specialise in bedroom furniture, like metal beds, wooden beds. We do upholstery, leather, fabric upholstery, dining room tables, chairs all the run-of-the-mill sort of home furniture so uh yeah yeah and 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 we're quite busy at the minute which is which is good so yeah i bet yes. so so you recently had some linkedin fame um, yes yes i'm not sure how famous you were before this uh before this post Never. amazing post you put on <laughs> But um, and, and you know these these you know these success stories really travel quite quickly, don't they? And yeah, I think I'm, it's really inspiring. Tell us a bit more about the you know what you know what's happened since you you put your post up, and then we'll talk about the actual post itself. Yeah, certainly. I mean, it's it has been quite amazing, really, because it's the first time I've ever sent anything out on any platform, and. Uh, and LinkedIn, because I have an account with LinkedIn, I thought there's quite a few people I know that are in business. I thought if, if I could inspire just one person on LinkedIn, then, you know, I feel like I, I, I've achieved my goal. Um, and I never expected the sort of response. Uh, so I put I put my post out. I, I sent it. And, you know, within a couple of hours, I think I'd had about. 40 to 50,000 views uh, and, and, and obviously a couple of thousand comments, which to me was like, is that, is that okay? I mean, I, I just didn't, I didn't quite understand what it actually meant. 
until I asked somebody and they said, well, that's, that's truly amazing. So anyway, I went to bed and uh, the next morning I woke up and I thought, well, maybe I've got a few more. Well, it had gone up to, I think, about 750,000 viewings and about 30,000 contacts, re-comments. And I was like, how do I reply to everybody? It, you know, I, I just cannot believe. Yeah, I, it was, I was blown away by it, really. I just could not believe it. And it had obviously gone viral, it had gone around the world, because it, it tells me where these messages are coming in from, you know, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, the UK, all over the world. And I was, I was just, you know, I just couldn't believe it. And lots of real positive, nice messages, you know, to me saying, well done, it's, you know, you're an inspiration. And, you know, I've sat now for days just replying to, I think near enough as many people as I can. And, and the feedback has been tremendous. It, it really has. And, and, and people are asking me for help. So I hope I've been able to inspire some people and get them motivated to start their lifestyle change. Yeah. And, and definitely, I think, um, you know, I, I feel privileged that, uh, uh, you know, you accepted an invite on coming on to here um, and telling us about your journey. And hopefully the whole point mm. is that this podcast will inspire other people because what you yeah. did was was pretty tremendous. I mean, I, um, I come from a medical background, obviously, yeah, and yeah. Um, and I've seen people with you know, extremely high BMIs. Um, and their only route for actually losing that much weight has been to go for some kind of bariatric surgery where they have yes, yeah, uh, either yeah. a, a stomach bypass or a, a banding of their stomach. So, yeah, um, yeah. so okay. So tell us then, what was tell us about the post? What was the actual post? Then what were you sharing? Let's let's. Uh... Well, the, the the actual post was me a year ago from January two thousand and nineteen to to basically January 2020. Um, no, is that right? No, 20, yeah, 2019 to 2020. And it took a year and to be honest, it's, you know, I can't believe I've, I've done all this in, in a year. And, and, and I openly, honestly, I just, exp I put myself down, it's a lifestyle change. It's gonna take two or three, maybe four years to get to get where I am now. So, you know, and, and, and the first post, I just highlighted all the points in there, how I started, the changes that have occurred, and it is achievable. It's not, it's not impossible, even though I thought it was at the time. So, you know, it can be done. You've just got to really have the determination and willpower to work through all those dark moments where you think, you know what, I really want to stop I really want to cheat. I, I can't take this anymore. You just got to keep telling yourself you can do it, you know, and you can, it does work. So what, um, so, so let's just, so uh, just for, in terms of numbers then, hmm. um, were you, were you measuring your weight or were you measuring your BMI? Um, I've never, I've never measured my BMI. Um, okay. It, it, it was all it was all down to weight you know I was 26 and a half stone when I started um, and I'm now down to, to 15 stone um, and it it, it it I think on average 
I think it was it was probably almost a stone every month. Not that it was always a stone a month, because some weeks I wouldn't lose anything, and that can be a bit soul destroying. And you know, there were times I thought, ah, oh, this is pointless. I've stopped losing weight now, but you know, I just kept going, and it got to the stage where. I was standing on the scales every single day because I could see the changes and I needed that. Whether it went up a little bit or went down a little bit, I needed to see that I was going in the right direction. And some people say, well, you should stand on the scales every week or every two weeks. I couldn't do that. I needed to see the results because that's what kept me motivated. And believe me, you know, in the first few months, the weight really dropped off quite quickly. And, and, and I'll go through how and, and, and why, you know, shortly. But, you know, that was the, the motivation is to just keep every single day standing on those scales first thing in the morning. So what, um, what triggered you to start that journey then? Um, well, a year ago, I had some pains in my right leg. Now, I, I was on a walking stick. I had lots of pains in my back. I mean, I, I, I was a complete mess. I, I really was. You know, my, my whole health was, was terrible. But I've always been a big guy, and I always thought, I'm strong. I can take anything on. Nothing's going to knock me down. Um, but I got these pains in my right leg. My leg became quite swollen. Um, and I was seeing a physiotherapist because of a, I was on a, on a stick, a walking stick, because of the pains in my knee joints. And, uh, and she said to me, Paul, I, I'm not going to touch your leg. It's quite swollen. I think you need to go to the hospital and check this out. I said, really? So I did, and the hospital took a blood test. 20 minutes later, they said, there is something wrong, but... It's in the evening and all the doctors have gone home. Um, and can you come back tomorrow when the doctors are here? I said, yeah, of course I can. So I went home and the next morning I went in and they sent me down for a scan. So I had a scan um, on my leg and, and also on my chest area. And the next thing they've got me on a bed and they're wheeling me with about five doctors up to the ward. And I said, is everything okay? And the nurse spoke a bit of English. She said, well, it's our worst concern, really. And I said, what? Sorry, I, I don't quite understand. And she never said any more. And I got onto the ward. And then this crowd of doctors come round. And one doctor who spoke quite good English, he came over and said, how are you feeling, Paul? I said, all right, thank you. He said, how's your breathing? I said, yeah, okay. He said, have you got pains in your chest? I said, no. He said, hmm. Well, he said, you're a bit of a miracle, to be honest, Paul. And I said, why is that? He said, well, you've got lots of clots in your right leg, not just one or two. You've got all the, like the, the arteries, veins, uh, you, you've got lots and lots. And a lot of them are stuck to the wall of your veins and they won't move. But you have two clots that have gone to your left lung and basically you've got a pulmonary embolism. Wow. And he said, normally patients with what you've got don't survive. And I can't believe you're laying here and you're not in pain and you've,
So he said, uh, you are really lucky to still be alive. And I said, really? And he said, Paul, we've, we've basically, we've got to do a major opera. We've got to get a specialist up from Guangzhou, which again is in southern China. And we need to get somebody in to um, clear the clots out. Uh, you know, and he said, it's quite a specialised operation. And I said, you do whatever you need to do because, you know, I'm terrified. I don't want to die. I said, please don't let me die. And he said, well, we'll do our best. Of course, I'm landing in this hospital bed absolutely terrified. Um, so anyway, for a couple of days, they tied me down in the bed because I wasn't allowed to roll over or move in any way just in case it dislodged any more clots. They gave me medication, uh, you know, to thin the blood, which would help. And then a specialist came and I had a major operation, you know, and they put lots of, well, it looked like piping all the way down through the top um, arteries or veins in, in the top of your leg. Uh, and, but they seemed to be putting lots of meters and meters of it. It just seemed to never stop. Um, so they done this and then they put a filter in, in the lung area, I believe, to stop any further clots going to the lung. And then they said, well, you know, that's really all we can do at the moment. Um, but he did say to me, Paul, I've got to tell you now, if you don't lose weight, if you get through this, I don't know how long you will survive at, 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 at you know, all the weight you're carrying because this has caused this problem. And it, it, to me, it, it was a bit like the silent assassin. It was coming, but you didn't know. And this is what I say to everybody, you know, I've been given a second chance and I really believe that. There will be a lot of people that never get that second chance. You know, so I really, you know, implore anybody who's overweight, don't leave it, you know, get the weight off because it will catch up with you and you won't know it's happening until it's happened. And then it, it could be too late. So that's what really started this journey off. You know, the doctor said, lose weight or you're going to die. I mean, that's, that's, that's a big enough kick up the bum to say, do something. And not only that, you know, my, my wife has been extremely supportive for, uh, over the years. And she's always, um, you know, you shouldn't eat this, you shouldn't eat that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. I'll, I'll, start, I'll start a diet tomorrow. Don't worry, don't worry. But I, I never did, obviously. Uh, and I thought to myself, I really owe this to my wife. I mean, she, she sat there, she's, she's totally distraught by, by what's happened. You know, she could have lost me, you know, and, uh, and she said, Paul, please do this. And she said, don't just make it words, actually do it. And I said, I promise you, I will do this. I said, and action speaks louder than words. I said, so you just watch. And that's what kick-started me really into this journey. So I started. That is a, a real kick, isn't it? I mean, you can't get closer than that. Yeah. So, um, you no, know, ending no, up with no, DVTs and then uh, pulmonary embolisms. I mean, it sounds yeah, like yeah. you were it was pretty much uh, sort of hit and miss, wasn't it, in terms of yeah, uh, yeah, survivability? Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. So, absolutely. So, so then what? So, so, so you made a. Uh, so was that a personal? Was was it a a realization immediately? Or did it take a few days? Uh, it, um, it was it, it was immediately, you know. And if I could have got off the bed to start exercising then and there, I would have done it. Just 
just because I wanted to stay alive. I mean, nobody wants to die, do they? And I, I thought, quick, I've got to do this because if I don't do it right this minute, I'm going to die. But of course, I couldn't. I had to lay in bed for a, a number of weeks because I had two operations because they had to remove the filter as well afterwards once they felt it, it, it was okay. But, you know, um, but, but that was like eight weeks later. So I, I was in hospital for some time. Um, but that was, you know, as soon as I could get out of bed and start walking, I started. And that was, I was walking like for two or three minutes up and down the main corridor of the hospital. And I would go as much as I could before, you know, I would have some chest pains and not feel good. And then I would rest. And, and that's really how it started. And I never stopped from, from there on in. And, you know, when I got home, I then started to, right, I'm going to go outside and now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start properly exercising. And I would walk five to ten minutes on a straight road and I'd be sat on the bench like bent over, holding out of breath, going, oh, I don't know if I can do this, but I kept saying to myself, I have to, otherwise I'm, I could die. I've got to lose the weight. So I kept on and I persevered with this. But in China, it's, it gets very, very hot. And, you know, it, it was getting too hot outside. So I thought, well, I think I could do this inside. I've got a long hallway. I'll just walk up and down my hallway with the air conditioning on. You know, and, and people said, ah, oh, Paul, you'll get bored with this. And well, I said, I, I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about bored. I'm just worried about my life, you know. And uh, so that's really where I, I properly started this regime. And that was walking up and down my hallway. And it started off at 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at lunchtime, and then 10 minutes in the evening. And I've gradually built that up, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And now... Uh, you know, I'm very, very comfortable with doing an hour in the morning, an hour at lunchtime and an hour in the evening. And I go to the gym as well now. But that was like after the year that comes later to tone your body up. So you don't need, you know, fancy equipment and, you know, all of this to get the weight off. I only walked. I didn't run. I, I didn't do anything else. That was it, you know, and but. I walked the, you know, the healthier I got and the more weight I lost, the faster I walked, not to a running speed, but, you know, a nice brisk walk up and down, up and down, up and down. Walking outside is one thing. Walking yeah. indoors. I mean, like, like people said to you, you know, you would, I, I would get bored. Um, yeah, but course, but yeah. what, what stopped you from getting bored? Well, Music is, is, is a, I mean, I love music. So, you know, I would put my iPods in and, and, and I would listen to music walking up and down, walking up and down. And because there isn't much else that, that you can really, really do. But, but music inspires me. You know, I love music. So for me, that was the, you know, to take the boredom away it would give you quite nice energy because if you've got fast plan music, you feel like, yes, like, you know, you, you feel in the zone, you know, and, and that's, that's really what I've relied on is, is listening to music to help me with that boredom because, you know, you're looking at the same wall constantly, you know, all the time when you're walking up and down, but 
to be honest now i don't need music although i still do i've got so used to it over the year it's really become a part of my life it, you know i get up in the morning brush my teeth trainers are on and i'm i'm walking up and down quite often without music because it's early you know you know and i i, I just want to start walking and but i'm thinking about work the business because you do get sharper in your mind when you've lost weight because you know you've just got more about you you've got more energy you feel like you, that you can do so much more so it's a good time for me to reflect on lots of things you know and and sometimes you need that that time you know where you're on your own you've got time to think and it really does help with your business because my businesses you know since i've lost weight has has done amazingly well you know and and it's because i have the energy to actually drive it forward now rather than i'm so overweight i can't i can't even be i just had no energy to do anything so being in business you know it's it isn't just being about you know not being healthy. you've got to be healthy to run a business i really believe that and, and and i'm you know i can see how my business has suffered by not being healthy if you're not healthy i think everything around you is not healthy and you've really got to change your lifestyle to to make it that way what you put in is what you get out so they say absolutely so so before we before we go on and talk about your business mm. i really like would love to hear more about um you know how it has impacted your business but yeah. one of the things people suffer or find difficult is just getting going on that journey it is a journey isn't it i mean you it are is. literally i don't know how many miles you must have yeah. walked even up and down your yeah um, so so it's literally a journey that you're going on and you need to get yeah. moving to lose the weight and we haven't actually even yeah. talked about food and nutrition and diet as yeah. well yeah. yeah um but you know you for you is that um, um you know quite a, a life it was a life-threatening a life-changing time a moment a trigger that yeah. took you to do that yeah so those people who who haven't reached that stage and hopefully they never will yeah yeah um how do you think what what mindset do you think would help them in terms of starting this journey what 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 could help them actually making that first move well that's a very good question actually Adnan. i mean it's People have asked me that, you know, well, I'm not at that stage, so I don't have the inclination really to, you know, and I've, I've sent out, you know, like information on how to do it. And as soon as I send it, they go, no, that's, that's not for me. I can't do this. And, oh, I can't get up that early or, or I can't eat that food. And there's so many excuses. And I know because I used to, I used to say exactly the same. And, and, and it is very, very difficult to try and get somebody to do something when they feel that they're okay. Because they think, well, I'm all right. I, I don't need to do that. That was him. But what I would say is, and it's, it's what I reflected on, on earlier, is, you know, these things creep up on you without you knowing. And you may think you're, you know, you're built strong and you can just carry on forever. I'm telling you now, you cannot, and your health will not maintain as as you get older. 
You know, I'm 53. Uh, and and I, I thought, I've got years ahead of me. Well, I nearly didn't. But I'd like to think now that I have. And the only reason I feel that I have got years ahead of me is because I made a lifestyle change. And you must never think that you're going on a diet. To me, a diet is a short-term thing. You know, you go on it, week, two months, three months, and then after that, you go back to your normal lifestyle again. So I've been on lots of different diets. They've never worked for me. So when you decide or you take this journey on, never ever think that you're on a diet because if you do, your mindset will not be in the mindset that it needs to be in. You've got to say to yourself, this is a lifestyle change. So I'm going to change what I do in my life to make it better. And if you do that and then think about your health as in terms of I won't, you don't see many old fat men, you know, and, and if, if you look at that, you don't because their health, there's lots of there's diabetes, all these illnesses that big people tend to, you know, to have and they diet at an early age, you know, and, and so for me, if, if I can inspire anybody just to say they might not be ill, they might not feel sick right now, but it's just a matter of time and it will get you, trust me, it will creep up on you and you won't know it and it could be too late, just like it nearly was for me and I'm not going to waste my chance that I've been given. So you may not get a chance, so don't think for one minute nothing's going to happen to you because it might so that's my sort of you know my motivational speech on you might not be sick now but you will be going forward if you don't do something so that's that's a really important point you raise in terms of it's a lifestyle change yes not yes. not a diet diet it's a temporary it's like well go on a a four-week yeah. diet or a six-week yeah. lose two inches off your waist or yes. or yeah. the Atkins or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, all, all and the, there, yeah. There's always a, a time limit, isn't there, in terms of, yes. you know, it's a four-week, three-month, 12-month program. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and actually realising that it's a lifestyle change yeah. means yeah. that it's something you're going to commit to and it's not just a short-term thing. So I, like, I really like that. Yeah. Um, so before you before you became really unwell yeah um and it sounds like you were you were you conscious of the fact that uh you know you your weight was causing you or would cause you medical problems i was uh but i was denying myself you know I, it, it was something that would come to me every single day of the week i knew i had to lose weight but you know, it was, I'll start tomorrow, um, and tomorrow's, they just never came. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I was suffering, you know, I, I was on a walking stick, my back was, was crippling me, I'd, I was out of breath just by walking up and down the, the you know, the, the hallway at that time. I, I, I was, I was in, in, in a state, but you, you still think you're okay, but you really are not okay. And then, so did you ever do any 
sort of, did you any, do any benchmarking before this happened? Did you? I don't know if you were seeing your doctor, having blood tests for diabetes, having your blood pressure checked. Um, well, I had. I, I mean, I had. I've, I'd had high blood blood pressure for quite some time, and I was taking some some medication, um, and. But I didn't have diabetes, you know, I, I was checked for things like that and I, I was okay. But again, it was probably just a matter of time before that was inevitable and it was probably going to come along. So, um, yeah, um, you know, I'd, I knew that I needed to lose weight. And, and again, it's like you're saying, what motivated you? And again, you know, I had a big motivation but for others, it, it's got to be, it's going gonna, it's gonna to catch up with you before long. Yeah. So you must do something. You really must. So then, um, so, we, we, so uh, you know, you talk about just starting off walking. Did you have this kind of thought, you know, I need to buy a new pair of trainers, need to get a gym membership, I need to do this, I need to do that, and, you know, go for it full on. Did, did you go through that mindset or was it just, was it clarity from the beginning that actually all you had to do was just get moving? Yeah. I mean, forget the gym. I've never been a gym person, you know, I mean, even before, I mean, I, I've been as heavy as 30 stone four years ago, you know, I've always been a big black and, and I've lost some weight. I've put more on, I've lost some weight, you know, a bit like these diets you do. Um, but I've, I've never had any inclination to, to go to a gym um, or exercise, nothing. I mean, I literally was the couch potato. When I, if, 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 if I had the opportunity, I'd be on the sofa and I'd be eating and I'd be watching TV. And that was really my life. You know, it was going nowhere. Um, you know, so for me to start walking, it, I don't even really know how I thought, well, I just I just start walking, but I think it was the only exercise I could manage, because I couldn't go to the gym, I you know I couldn't lift weights because I you know and, and and I'm not meant to lift weights either you know I'm too big to do things like that, so uh, you know for me it was the only exercise that I could manage, without having to buy lots of equipment and things because I couldn't even get the equipment in my house you know the, the the apartment was was small that I was living in. So I thought, well, I'll just walk, you know, it's easy. I mean, I just, I put my trainers on and a, and a pair of shorts and a t-shirt and I, no one's seeing me because being big is embarrassing. You know, I hate to say it, you know, and people, especially in China, there are not many big people. So when you're walking about and you're, you're 26 and a half stone, believe me, Chinese people think that they've just come across some oddity that they've never ever seen in their life which they they haven't and they'll be coming up to you they'll be asking how big you are uh, you know how much do you eat and it becomes quite embarrassing to be honest but again you still blank that out and you carry on and you know inside it tears you to pieces but you just put on a front and you just carry on and you know and, and I see that now that I've lost the weight I walk about here and nobody even turns a, a, an eye, you know, that, that I just walk down and people don't look at you or say anything. And it just goes to show that if you change your lifestyle, it can change so much in your life. You know, like clothes, 
I couldn't buy clothes in China. There, there is nowhere in China that made clothes for me. But now I can go to any clothes shop and buy anything I want. And it is the best feeling in the world. It's been like 25, 30 years since I've been able to do that. And that to me is like the most awesome thing. I go in, I'm like a kid in a sweet shop. You know, I could wear this t-shirt, I could get that. You know, it's, it's unbelievably super awesome. That's a really um, a different perspective uh, of of looking at how that lifestyle change, not just yeah, about yeah. your health, and not just about losing uh, you know, weight, but yeah, actually, yeah. you know, the wider impact on you as well. I mean, a simple thing like you know, buying clothes that, that fit you and um, that kind of yeah. uh, the the attention, all those kind of things. So. Um, yeah. I suppose that that can also depend on where you're living, um, can't it? Yeah. I, I think yes. I, I've not been to China personally, but uh, I have this yeah. impression that Chinese people, you know, tend to eat, I don't know, healthily. I think. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Lots of vegetables. They're very much yeah. into, you know, fish, vegetables. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So how how so you've been living in China? You said for about nine years. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So so we that weight that you had put on was that mm. before you went to China, or did that happen whilst you were in China? Um, before before I mean I've been big since about the age of twenty. You know I be I just love my food. I'm not. I'm not a big drinker by any means, you know, of course I've, you know, you drink like when you're out socially, but for me, it was food. I was really addicted to food. You know, if it was there, I would eat it because it was just like a comfort thing, you know, uh, and, and that's, you know, from the age of 20, I just soared in weight and, I, and I've been big for most of my life, to be honest. Okay. And then, um, so when, when you went to China, did, did, mm. did See, having to eat the local local produce, local foods, etc. Did yeah. did that help you in any way, or was it? What what do you think actually was the um, the the main factor in helping you at this stage now lose weight? Was it the exercise, or was it the diet? It was. I mean, food that I was eating when I come here, and and unfortunately. You know, you've got McDonald's everywhere and KFC, you know, including China. So, mm. you know, for me, that's, that was quite an, an easy option um, rather than eating some of the China. Although Chinese food is really nice, but it is it's a lot of vegetarian food. And, and I'm like, you know, I'd, I want something like that I'm used to. So I ate the wrong things, even when I came mm. here. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean now is 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 different you know i don't eat any of that stuff and that's combining exercise and eating the right foods and i'm not a professional in nutrition or exercising i'm not a, yeah nothing all of this i've done on my own without any advice from anybody i've just taken a chance that this will work and I had no idea whether it would or wouldn't you know I thought I might be sat here in a year and I've lost a stone and I'm no further forward if if I'm still alive that is you know but uh you know so everything I've done is I've just done it and 
and not really thought too much about it, you know. And so the exercising I've just built up to what I said earlier, you know, now I do an hour, three times a day. And food, I, I've taken out all the sugar completely. So no sweets, no cakes, no chocolates, none of that. No sugar in your tea, nothing. And I just cut that out immediately. And, and the same with fat. You know, I cut all, all the fat out of my food completely. So although I didn't always have a lot of fat, but I'm sure there was quite a bit of fat, especially when you go to the takeaways and things. So I cut all that out um, and I cut out bread completely. I cut out rice and noodles because they're, you know, they're, they're carbohydrates. And I, I do think that they probably add weight on. But again, I'm not a professional. I don't really know. I'm just telling you what I cut out. Um, and I stopped drinking all fizzy drinks, uh, alcohol, and I, I said, that's it. I'm only going to drink two to three litres of water every day. Nothing else. That's it. Except from, I do have English tea because I can get English tea bags here. So I have English tea with skim milk and I occasionally have a coffee, again, with skim milk, but no sugar or sweeteners or anything like that. And that's really how... I lost weight, you know, it's, it's really simple. It's no rocket science or anything. And I was obviously eating less calories and burning more calories yeah. with my exercising. And of course, it, you know, it, you've got to lose weight. There's no other way, you know, because you're not putting enough calories into, you know, and so you're going to burn, you're going to burn that off. Yeah. So, you know, and, and, and I'll get round to the food, you know, what food I actually eat shortly, but you know, that's really how I've done it. You know, no professionalism from anybody or, or from me. I've just, I've just gone with it and, and hoped it would work. And it, and it has. Okay. So, um, so, so far then, so you had this, just to, just to recap, you had this major yeah. kind of life changing kind of event. You, you started off, I, I, I mean, I, I'm still, uh, astonished at the fact that you you were just walking indoors uh, up yeah, and down the yeah. how long was the corridor about 20 feet the corridor and and, and it was just backwards and forwards backwards yeah. and forwards and i still do that now every day and people go family and say you must be how can you do that i said i to be honest i don't think about it i just just do it you know at first I did think about it and it was really boring and, and, and I didn't want to do it. Lots of times I had lots of, you know, I've had enough of this. This is driving me crazy. But every time I thought that, I kept saying to myself, Paul, just keep doing it. Consistency. Consistency. You can't do it one day and then don't do it for a couple of days and then do it again. And this has to be every single day of the week. I do not have a day off from exercising. I do it every day. Um, you know, and people say, well, you, you've got to have a day off because your body needs time to settle. Well, it hasn't bothered me, and, 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 and I don't feel that anything yeah. needs to settle. I've just, I'm not overdoing it where I, I, I'm so worked up out, I've, I'm, I'm going to collapse on the floor. At the end of it, I just stop, and then I just carry on doing my everyday things that I do. You know, yeah. so... There is no, there is no rocket science to it. It's it's really as simple as that. You just got to get that mindset of, 
you know, you will get bored to begin with, but it's like anything. When it becomes a regular thing, you don't think of that anymore, you know, and, and it's a bit like the food. When I cut the sugar out and, and the bread and, and, and oh boy, for the first couple of weeks, I was like, oh, I, I've got to have something, you know, but you just got to say, I can't, I can't. And, and, and I sort of almost feel, and again, I'm not a professional in, in this field, but it seems to me that these products may become very addictive and it, it's like, it's like, I suppose it's like a drug or smoking or something. If you come off of it for so long, after a while, you don't really want that anymore and you don't think about it. And that's exactly how I felt. And, and it must have been three, four weeks before I felt like that. And if you can get through that period with your determination and, and, and willpower, I, I'm, I'm not joking, you really do not crave for these things and and it's been over a year now and i have chocolates in front of me you know family come around i don't i never like looking at them thinking oh i'll just have one or or, or you know nobody's watching and i never i just look at them and they mean nothing to me anymore and it's almost like that addictiveness has gone out of the body and i don't I'm not craving it anymore. And it's very strange. And I, I sort of honestly think there is something in this food that makes you addictive to it. And that's why you keep eating it because, you know, you are addicted. And if you cut it out, I think, you know, it, it certainly changes your life because you don't need it. You don't need it. Definitely. It's about habits and things that you're used to. Mm. And yeah, you know, there's yeah. a lot of science behind the whole, the sugar hit, um yeah. you know that you this sudden boost in glucose levels how they make you feel um yes. and uh, it's you know we, we talk about dopamine hits you know from, right, from yeah. certain kind of activities as well so it, it does take it will take a bit of time for that those cravings yes. to disappear yeah and like yes. i said once you've got past it then and i'm sure if you started eating chocolate again today you'd probably yeah, very quickly yes. become addicted or for you know or be able yes. to not control it again so yeah. it definitely is a thing um i yeah. don't think the science behind it is completely understood but we yeah, do know yes. it's something because we all know you know everybody struggles you know you stop sugar for a few days and you you, you get these yeah and, oh yeah. i can't you know yeah and yeah, yeah, yeah you do you do and then the easy thing at that time is just to uh to 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 start eating what you're eating normally and, and feel good for yourself yeah um, yes. rather than looking at the long-term the long-term prize uh yeah. you're, you're you're focusing on the short-term prize or the short-term uh short-term gain so talking yeah. about um, the diet then, uh, mm. so you mentioned obviously cutting out sugar, cutting out bread, uh, drinking only water. Yeah. One of the things that, I, uh, that I'm asked about is, you know, well, if I cut out all those things, then what am I meant to eat? Um, yeah. So how did you, how did you fill yeah. the cap? Um, how did you find things? Because... You know, part of health is it's not just about being physically healthy. 
It's about yeah. being healthy from a mindfulness point of view and from a spiritual point of view. And part yes. of that mindfulness is actually enjoying life and enjoying what you eat and enjoying what you do. So yeah. if you've always enjoyed having a McDonald's or KFC yeah. or, or whatever, those types of foods, what did you replace those with that you are now enjoying? Okay. Well, you mentioned the word diet back then. And again, I just want to highlight it. It's not a diet. It's a lifestyle change. Um, you know, I don't want anybody to forget that because yeah. you must never think you're on a diet. Um, right. Okay. Now, where for me, again, I, it, it's been a random sort of try different things to see what I can eat that's going to allow me to lose weight at the same time with exercising. So right at the beginning, it, it was a, a bit of trial and error. I'd eat certain things and I just felt that wasn't working. But I've, I've actually fine-tuned this now to, and again, this may, I'm not saying this is what you got to have because it, it all depends on you as a person and what works for you. But for me, you know, I, I love Scott's porridge, you know, and every morning without fail that's what i have for breakfast and i don't have like a little bowl full i i have a nice sized bowl full of porridge with made with skim milk and i have raspberries or blueberries uh, or banana just put on the top no sugar no honey no sweet no nothing and that's what i eat now at first you think wow hang on a minute this tastes a little bit bland but with a fruit, it does make a big difference. Now, I can't go now without having porridge every morning. I love it so much. You know, all the different fruit. And it's, as I say, it's not a little bowl. And it really does fill you up. So that's the start of my day. But before I eat the porridge, I always drink a full glass of water every single day. So I start the day off with a full glass of water just to flush everything sort of through through the body you know you've been sleeping all night then it's 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 the porridge um and then i will then do my exercising and while i'm exercising i will drink a liter of water quite easy because you're you know you're drinking it through a bottle and you're, you're slowly sipping it throughout your walk and, and an hour goes by and you've you've quite comfortably drunk a liter of water without even really knowing um, now, around about 10.30, I'll have a bit of fruit, maybe an apple or an orange uh, or a bit of kiwi fruit, just sort of any sort of fruit or a few grapes. Just, uh, you know, because you do feel a bit hungry around about 10.30, 11 o'clock. So that just takes away that, you know, that feeling. Um, and then around about 12, 12.30, my lunch is... I always eat chicken breast but i do have beef and i have pork as well but without fat on but i like grilled chicken breast and my wife she cooks my lunch every day so you know i'm really grateful for my wife doing this for me but she cooks vegetables and chicken breast with mushroom onion peppers and she uses like just normal spices that you can get in the uk just to add a bit of flavour. Uh, so she cooks this, and that is what I have generally every lunchtime. And as I say, I sometimes switch the meats because, 
you might get a bit bored with just chicken. I don't, I, I really like chicken. So for me, I'm quite happy to have that every day, but you can swap for different meats. You don't have to have the same thing every day either. Sometimes you might want to change it like chicken breast or a roast dinner. I have a roast dinner every week, you know, chicken breast with one potato, lots of vegetables and gravy. You know, I'll just pour the gravy on. It's not made any difference to me because I just have it once a week. You know, as long as you don't have the same thing constantly every day, it will make a difference. And and that's it, you know, for my lunch. And I'm full up, you know, I, I don't sit there thinking, oh, I want more, I want more. And as you do lose weight, your stomach does shrink. So you tend to start eating less as you move on down this journey. And then in the afternoon, I always have some walnuts. You know, I normally have five or six walnuts and I'll have a bit of fruit. And then that's it. Again, lunchtime, I will exercise. I'll do the hours walk and I'll have another litre of water. And then in, in the evening, I always have a salad. And some people don't like salads, but you don't have to have salads. You can have something else as long as it's vegetables. But I don't have any carbohydrates in the evening, none at all. So, you know, I have the normal, the lettuce, the peppers, the tomatoes, pickled onions, onions, beetroot, half an avocado, half a chicken, a full chicken breast. The salad bowl is bursting at the seams. And people say, how can you lose weight when you're eating all that? I said, I don't know, but I do, you know, uh, because it's not unhealthy food. It's quite healthy. You know, and as I say, people ask me these questions. You sort of eat normal, but you're losing all the weight. And I say, yeah, but I've cut out. If you look at any of this, there's no sugar. I think sugar has a massive impact on your weight. I think carbohydrates also have a certain amount of impact, although I know you do have to have carbohydrates, your body needs it, but I do, you know, I still have one or two potatoes a week, sometimes three potatoes a week, but just stick to one at a time, don't have a plateful. So it's all about moderation, but you can have as much vegetables as you want. I eat as much chicken breast as I want, or beef or pork, and to me, I've never felt, oh, blimey, I can't cope with this because I'm hardly eating anything. Because I do, I eat a lot, but I just eat the right foods. I think it's exactly that, isn't it? It's, it's, it's not just, it's not, you're not going hungry. I think a lot of people, no. oh, yeah. when they make these, kinds, these types of changes, or they, and I use the word diet as in, um, what you're eating, not some kind of diet plan. Um, yes, yes. So, um, so, so, so when you change, you know what you are, the types of foods you're eating. You know, we we talk about cutting out bread and rice and sugars, yeah, and people yeah. forget that actually, you can all you have to do is replace that. It's just bulk. Yeah, um, that, replace that bulk with something else that doesn't have the 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 you know, the, the, the those carbs and, and those yeah yeah. It has a different type of nutrition. Yes, um, yes, as long yes. as you're, you're because the, the stomach, uh, once it's, uh, it stretches, releases a satiety hormone. Uh, and that's all you need to make yourself psychologically feel full. And as yeah. long as you're getting a decent amount of protein, 
um, and you're getting all your macronutrients and your vitamins and all those kind of things, you're getting all the stuff yeah. you need to function. Um, yes, yes. But you don't. What you're doing is you're replacing stuff, and I think a lot of people the yeah. mistake they make is they they cut out bread, they cut out the rice, they cut out the potatoes, yeah. and then they don't replace it. Yeah. And then yeah. they start, yeah. and then they're only having like they they look at their plate and it's like a little piece of yeah. chicken. Yeah, so I can't survive on yeah. that, and and they can't, they can't survive on it, you know, and 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 that's why really all this has been trial and error from the beginning. And, and I, I know now what I can eat. And, and I really have a really enjoyable life. And, you know, don't get me wrong. There are times that I'll, I'll go out like now and I'll go to a party and there isn't the food that I would normally eat here at home. And, you know, people have served up something different. I don't mind. I eat it. But I only do it once. I don't come home and then go, I want that again tomorrow. And that's where you learn to be, you know, you're in charge of what you eat, not the food is in charge of you, you know. And, and over a period of time, and it does come with time, you get to a position where you're in charge, not the food. So you yeah. can look at things and say, I'll have some of it, but I'll have a little and that's it. And as long as you can do that going forward, and I can, um, you know, you can stay on this healthy road. You know, and for me now, you know, I, I've joined a gym, I have a trainer, I'm toning my body. Yeah, because I can do it now, but I couldn't before. So all yeah. these good things, and it just gets better and better as, as you lose weight. So um, do, do you get temptations now then? What, what tempts you? Do, do, do you have, do you get any thoughts? Oh, you know, I'd love a bit of this or, you know, have a, have a day off from exercising or, or do, do you get those kind of thoughts? Food-wise, I, I don't. Food, I, I don't crave for food anymore. It's not, it's not a major part of my... It used to be the most important thing in my life. Um, you know, wherever I went, I was always thinking, oh, I hope there's somewhere where, you know, that I can eat, or is there a restaurant when I go to the zoo, or is there, you know, I'm mm. going to the park, I hope they've got an ice cream shop, you know, I've got to have something. But now, I never even think about food. It, it's just something that I just don't consider important although it is to live but you know i don't consider it a lot as a major factor of 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 my life anymore um exercising there are times when i think you know i exercise so much i don't think i really i don't really want to do it this morning but in the back of my head i just think well why not paul you've done it for a year why why not get out of bed and do what you've done for the last year because when you do when you finish you're going to feel fantastic and and to be honest when you do finish you do have this certain amount of like energy and you feel so good and you're ready for the day you know and that's what kickstarts me when i start sometimes to think you know what i could just have a break this morning and it's 6 30 Oh, I'm still tired, but I swing the legs out of bed and I go for it. And when I finish, I feel like I'm on top of the world. And that's the feeling that spurs me every day to keep on doing this. And where I didn't like exercise before, now I absolutely love exercise. I love the gym. I love going and working out with the coach and 
seeing mm. muscles growing that I never even knew I had, you know, and I come out of the gym feeling like, you know, this is it, I'm going to take the world on. I've got more energy than I could ever imagine. So that feeling outweighs the feeling of, I don't really want to do it today. Yeah, amazing. So, so do you, do you think ahead? Do you, do you kind of, do you try and latch onto that feeling, that, that feeling of the energy um, when you're, when you're struggling and then, and that's then pushing you or? or... Yeah, yeah, ab- yeah, absolutely. I mean, I always, you know, cause it's quite easy to fall back into that. I could just lay in bed or I could just sit on the, t- there's a good movie on the TV. I, I won't bother tonight. But as mm. soon as I think like that, something else switches into gear that says it's, it's like the good guy and the bad guy on your shoulder the good guy jumps in and says paul you don't really want to watch this film look at how you're going to feel when you finish doing yeah. your exercising compared to how you're going to feel if you don't and that's really what gives me the that motivation to get off my backside and do the exercising because i do i feel terrific after i've done it you know and and for an example you know the town where i live well the actual town the shops are about 10 miles away from me and i said to my wife the other day i'm i'm gonna walk into town and she sort of looked at me and went sorry well that's that's like 10 miles away i went yeah i know she went you're gonna take the car went, no i'm i'm gonna walk and then walk back she went that's like you can't it's too far i said well i'm i feel like i've got to do it and i did i walked there and i I, I tell when i actually got into town i stood there and i thought i've got to walk all the way back now and i thought i really feel like i've really walked like you know these 10 miles and i did and and i I did it all but when i got in do you know what i felt like i just conquered mount everest i've never done that in my life and i want to do it again and if I could go further, I'll, I'll go further later, you know. But to me, that's like the biggest achievement ever in my life to do that's something cool. like that and enjoy it. Because you're yeah. out, you're seeing the countryside, the mountains, because I live in the mountains, so there's the mountains, there's, you know, there's so many beautiful things to see and hear. Yeah. You know, and, and I thought, I've been missing out on this for years. So that's what inspires me and motivates me when I feel that, I can't or I don't want to do it that clicks in and it pushes me so you, you've just brought brought us on to a question that I really wanted to ask mm. and uh, it is about motivation and yeah. self-discipline so um, and I think this is this is the actual comment I put onto your um, uh, onto your post on LinkedIn was yeah yeah was it self-discipline that got you through this or was it motivation that got you through this? Wow, or got yeah, you, not got you yeah. to this stage? I think I would say probably both. You know, you do have to be self-disciplined to do this. You know, you can't just be blase and think, I'll do it tomorrow, but then I won't do it for a couple of days. You've really got to be self-disciplined, which incorporates consistency. You know, it's like it's like anything in life. If it's not consistent, then it's a bit all over the place. So, you know, you've really got to have that. But you also must have the motivation. And, you know, the motivation is 
it's like I've said before, standing on the scales every day and seeing the weight coming off, you know, that's, for me, that was probably amazing. You know, sometimes you get on there and you've lost a pound. Sometimes you've got, you've lost seven or eight pounds, just like that in a day. And you're like, hang on, I, I, that, that's not for real, you know. But the next day you stand on it and you've put two pounds back on, you know, and, and that's how it works all the way through. You know, even now I stand on the scales and some days I go up a couple of pounds, but then I lose five pounds two days later. So that's, you know, and that's how it's been all the way throughout. And it's, that's the incredible journey is, you know, and, and that's what's motivated me is to see that happening, to see the change in my body, you know, and people say, you must have loads of loose skin, you know, you, you must need an operation to get rid of all the loose skin. I said, I do have some loose skin, don't get me wrong. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna try and hide and say, no, I'm, I've got a six pack and I, and I look wonderful. I do have loose skin, but nothing like I've seen on people where it's absolutely hanging down, you know. And, and I go to the gym now to tone that, to, to hopefully that will go, but I'm working on that for the rest of the year. I'm, I'm not in any hurry, you know. I, this is now the good parts, you know. Um, so don't get caught up in, oh, my body's going to look a mess at the end. It won't look fantastic. You know, you've just lost, oh, I've just lost 11 and a half stone. And for anybody else out there that's, that's going to lose, like, you know, a lot of weight, there will be some loose skin. But don't let that worry you. You know, that will go in time. You've just got to keep, keep working out. So uh, 11 and a half stone, just to put that into context, so... That is, I think it's about 70, maybe 75 kilos. Yeah, yeah, I believe so, yeah. Um, and um, uh, that's a significant amount of... Uh, I, I'm going to change... I, I read a post the other day on LinkedIn uh, by another personal mm. trainer, and um, she wrote... She, she doesn't talk about weight loss, she talks about fat loss. Oh, okay, um, yeah. Because weight loss, because your weight is obviously made up of your your fat and muscle and bones yeah. and water, etc. Yes, and yeah. uh, and you know, gaining muscle uh, in the correct way uh, will yeah. actually you know you'd probably put on weight. Um, yeah. yeah. And so, and what you want to be doing really is aiming for fat loss and muscle gain. Uh, and obviously in your situation there's a significant amount of uh, fat loss so that's yeah. that's another way of looking at it actually is actually it's fat loss and muscle gain yeah. i'm sure you're gaining yeah. more muscle now you probably got more muscle now yeah. than you had yeah. before you started yes. on the journey so um and that's a significant amount so did you set off then when you uh, you know did you have a goal in mind at any point did you think right what I need to do by the end of the year is get to, I don't know, whatever stone. Or well, did you just go for it? Yeah. Well, no, I, I didn't. You've, you, you have got to set goals. And, and I believe that's important because if you don't, if you just say, I want to lose 75, you know, kilograms, you know, that's like, a, that's a big goal to, to head towards. So for me, I, I set small goals, you know, yeah. and... I was 26 and a half stone. I said, right, the first goal is I want to be 23 stone. 
You know, yeah. and that's three and a half stone. So that was my, and that's how I kept, well, I, I got down to 23 stone and I said, right, I'm there. 20 stone is, is the next goal. And I wouldn't be looking to go any further. 20 stone was like, that's it. When yeah. I get there, I then decide where I go from there. And as soon as I got a 20 stone, I'm getting so excited now. I said, right, that's it. I've got to get down to, and, and I actually brought, I said, right, I've got to get down to 18 stone. Because yeah. another, because as you do lose weight, it doesn't come off as quick as, as as it does at the beginning. So you sort of, so you bring the targets down a little bit. You know, instead of three stone, I want to try and lose two more stone. And that's how I did it. You know, and and it just gradually, I just kept setting those goals until I got to fifteen stone. And once I got to fifteen stone, you know, I was like, I can't believe I've. I can't believe I've, I've done it in a year. I mean, I, I, I even sit here now and, and, and people say to me, it's impossible. How, how did you, how, Paul, a year ago I was looking at you and now you're sat here and you look like a totally different bloke. You know, but people are just mesmerised by it. You know, I've had people that I've walked in that I haven't seen a year ago and dropped their cup on the floor and it's smashed and they still got their hands looking at me and, and I'm laughing, going, are you okay? And they're not even looking at the cup that's dropped on the floor. They're just staring at me, going, what happened what? to you? Because yeah. they can't, it's just like, and for me, I mean, it, to me, I've just found this quite challenging and, and really exciting to, to be on this journey. And believe me, if you start it, at the beginning, it doesn't feel like that. But as you go through the journey, it becomes a massive like exciting challenge you know i'm going to get to the next goal and i'm going to get to the next one and that's what you've got to keep telling yourself because when you do the benefits of everything are beyond anything that you can ever imagine honestly you know the people have been marvelous and supportive and you know it's and not just that it's how you feel in yourself mentally and physically you know you just feel a million dollars you're full of energy you're full of life you just feel so good and you know if i can inspire any anybody out there to feel like how i do now make that lifestyle change absolutely so what what benefits then have you seen so let's let's go back to your business um yes yes so, so you so you, you know you've got this international international business already aren't you are you, yeah, are you yes. manufacturing did you say well, I have manufacturers, um, but, you know, they've worked with me for like yeah. a lot of them for over 16 years. So, you know, we work in partnership and we have products made and then obviously sent out around the world. So what, uh, what kind of impact have you seen on your business uh, as a result of your, of your, you, you know, your, your, your health journey? Well, I believe it's had a massive impact on on my business um you know when you're big um facing customers uh dealing with customers on day-to-day -day issues you know in the back of your mind that it's the way of life nowadays people want to deal with people that look good they're high in energy that you know they're ready to take the world on you know, and I'm not going to kid myself, that is just the way people are in life, you know, in business. And 
I always believed, and whether it's true or not, if you're unhealthy, big, you know, and lethargic, and I believe that people are looking at you thinking, well, if you can't look after yourself, what about your business? Are you really taking care of your own business? You know, because that's just the way people think. And to be honest, they're not far from the truth because did I really take control of the business and really look after it like I should? Probably not because you're not thinking like you should be because everything's slow. Everything's, you know, you just don't have the energy or the, the get up and go to drive things forward. And the business starts to suffer for it. But since I've, I've lost weight and gradually losing weight, it's given me more energy. I'm getting out more. I'm seeing the customers more. I'm coming up with new ideas. I'm waking up, you know, early five o'clock in the morning and, and it's like a light bulb going off. I, oh, I've got this great, and I'm working it out all in my head how I'm going to promote that now and how I'm going to sell that to customers. Whereas before, I never even woke up. I just stayed in bed, you know. So yeah, it, it, it makes a massive difference to your business, you know. And my business has really picked up, especially like over the last four months. And that's because I've put the energy and time now into the business to make it happen, you know. And for any businessman out there or woman, you know, it's a, health is really, really important. If you're healthy, I believe that your business, if you're in business, it will be healthy too, you know, because you'll have that drive and energy to push it forward. And we haven't even touched on health and your family. And obviously, I've, I've you know, seen your wife kind of yeah, wandering around the background. Yes, yeah. um, how has it impacted on your family? How has it impacted on your life apart from your business? Well, you know, my, my wife has been an absolute inspiration. And my wife is, you know, she weighs about 44 kilos. She's, you know, she's amazingly fit and healthy. And, you know, and she always has been. And for me, the inspiration, when I've worked out, she's quite often worked out with me. So when I walk up and down the hallway, and it's something I forgot to mention, she would quite often join me and just talk to me. You know, and, I, and I'm not saying everybody's wife has got to do that, but my wife has been a real inspiration to me losing weight. You know, she's, she's inspired me tremendously in pushing forward to get the weight off in, 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 in all different ways, you know, in, 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 in how she is with me, helping me control like the food and cooking the food and the right foods, you know, that, that have worked for me. And, you know, she's always there supporting me in, in everything that I do, not just health wise, but business wise, you know, so you know, I can't be more grateful to, to anybody really more so than, than my wife who has supported me massively on this journey, massively. Amazing. And presumably you're now able to give back as well, aren't you? In the same way that you're putting uh, the energy into your business, that, that energy surely yes. flows into your family life as well. Yeah, yes, it, it does. It does, you know, and it, 
yeah, it, it just changes the whole mood of, of, of the, the house, you know. Yeah. Everything's, like, vibrant and full of energy. You know, we go out walking together quite often. We go for long walks. She used to go for a walk before on her own, and I sat on the couch and watched TV. You know, she would go shopping and carry the bags home because I couldn't and couldn't be bothered. You know, all that's changed now. I now do that, you know, and I say to her, no, you have a rest and you take it easy it's my turn uh you know and, and and i i feel really happy that i'm in a position to do that for her because you know you can't just look at you know a partner and think well you do it all and i do nothing you've got to, it's got to be an equal you know share in in everything you do and that's how it is now and you know i regret that i never did that before but i'm making up for it now it so we're reaching the end now so um mm. i've just got two last questions for you one is uh, i was going to ask you your three biggest challenges but i think that's uh, we, we've been through a few but give me what's what's the biggest challenge you had what was the darkest moment you had uh, in this journey and how did you overcome that the darkest moment oh that's uh, wow blimey the darkest moment I, to be honest, I, I'm not going to make something up. I don't think I really had, a, I think if anything, it was the fear of dying. You know, I, I, I don't want to die. And I, like, like nobody does, you want to live forever. But I think for me, that was probably the darkest moment ever of, of, of all of this journey is the fact that I nearly died and I was so close to it, I could almost touch it, you know, and for me, that was the darkest moment. And, you know, I knew at that stage, it's now or never. Um, So, but going on from that, it just got better and better. But I I would say for me, that was the darkest moment, you know, right when it it, it was close to the end. And and what's been your obviously there's there's a there's a number behind it you know going from 26 and a half to 15 stone yeah yes but what what would you say has been and the fact that you're still alive which is good yeah yeah, um, yes, yeah. it's kind of obvious those numbers and those facts but you know what's been your biggest success what is the one thing you know what that really uh, you feel super good about super good about well the first thing that came to my mind was I could get into a 36 inch waist jeans that I've really wanted to get into for many, many years. Cause I was like a, like a size 60 inch waist right. and to get down to a 36 was always a dream. And I remember going into the shop and uh, you know, I, I went in and, and I said, do you do like a 36 inch waist jeans? And they went, um, yeah, we do. I thought, Oh, so, yeah, because I'm still thinking it's 36 big, but it's it's not really in the scheme of things. And so anyway, they gave me these jeans. I went into the changing rooms and I put them on and they fitted like perfect. And I was, I just stood in that chat and I almost cried, you know, because it meant so much to me that I had gone through so much to get this far just to put a pair of 36 inch yeah. jeans on. It was... 
it was the best feeling ever. And I know it might sound daft, you know, what, you got really, you know, happy about a pair of jeans, but it was just the fact they were a 36 inch waist and I could buy them in any shop, you know. Amazing. And for me, that was probably the most sort of first time that, you know, that, that, that really brought it home to me on, on what I've achieved. And on, on, on uh, uh, one other thing is that I will mention, my wife took me and friends out for dinner to celebrate me getting down to 15 stone. And I just thought it was just like a meal. Well, well done, Paul. Well, halfway through, the waitress came out with a tray with a red book on the tray. And I thought the owner of the restaurant had brought me a book because that's what I thought it was. And, and, and I looked at the waitress. I said, oh, well, that's very nice of the owner to give me a red book. I thought, I don't know what that's for. And... The waitress looked, she said, no, 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 this is from your wife. And my wife sat opposite me and I'm, I'm like, what? And I, I picked the book up and it was all wrapped. So I undone it and it, it, it was like I opened it and inside was this certificate that she'd had made up. And, and basically, you know, it said, I always thought, you know, things were impossible, but after watching and seeing your determination over the year i now know that nothing is impossible so you know to my dear husband you're the biggest inspiration of my life love your wife and that hit home as well you know there were a few tears even my wife cried you know so you know it, it's it's been an amazing journey you know and if you know please anybody out there that is struggling to lose weight Think of yeah. all the good things that will come out of it when you do. That's really important, isn't it? It's not just yeah. a number. It's not just the fact that you're healthier. It's you yeah. know, that's it. You can't put any kind of uh, value or um, you know you can't attribute anything to those kind of feelings you get when when you've got people saying yes, those kind of things yeah. to you, or even getting into a pair of uh, thirty-six inch yeah. jeans. Thirty-six inch, yeah. That would have seemed yeah. impossible um that's been absolutely amazing right so what's next for you well now i'm focusing and i've mentioned before you know i'm, I'm at a gym now and i have a coach that I, I use three or four times a week um he's superb and basically he's now toning my body to to get in shape you know 20 30 years of not being in shape that mm. doesn't happen overnight so I'm going to spend the rest of this year now working out with him um, and I'm going to tone my body so that it becomes, you know, nicely shaped and fitter. Uh, and I'm just going to keep walking just like I do now. I'm not going to stop. You know, you, it's not something you can start and stop. And, and, and I know you mentioned right at the beginning, you know, staying healthy means you have to do these things consistently it isn't you pick it up tomorrow and then put it down for a week yeah. you have to keep doing this to stay healthy yeah. but once you do it you really will enjoy it trust me yeah. brilliant so fantastic i mean that's been a brilliant i mean it's such an inspirational story oh, um, thank, you. thank you and uh, uh, i can only wish you wish you the best and this journey continues for you um uh, hopefully at some point in the future once we're out of lockdown um yes, yes. You know, you, if you ever over here or i'm in china it'd be great to uh, to meet up and uh, i'd love that i'd love that very much 
Yeah, fantastic. Next week, we'll be bringing you more health success, how I do it stories and tips so that you can enjoy success not only in your health, but also in your life and business.